you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East podcast. So today is Arizona Day. Do you feel the heat? Well, are you ready to I don't. fly? <laughs> I mean, I, I could probably fly higher than them at this point. Oh, I mean, they're, they have some quick points on uh, with this team and everything. I mean, has played so um, they and everything, and really during that twenty one season where they got off to that undefeated start, they then want to proceed downhill went with the J.J. Watt, and then of course uh, studs them up in uh, uh, Queensbury gets fired and then and uh, so this is definitely um, a change in the guard here with the Arizona Cardinals despite Tyler Murray at quarterback it's crazy that you have this this one quarterback who's making bukus of money and is one of the highest paid players in the NFL and you're expected to be picking first next year that's kind of wild that, that's, that's really kind of wild and they, they can chop it up to whatever they want saying it's a brand-new head coach. Uh, they got a top coordinator hire, and there's pieces on offense. The fact that they're going to march out there and most likely, according to Vegas odds, go 2-15, and 15, that's a problem. Th- that there, there is something deeper at the roots there. That's, and I think, uh, yeah. That's a little harsh because it's really tough to report. It, they have something that bad. Usually, you know, the Texans have been posted to be – over the last few seasons, and everyone's predicted them both. one or two wins, but they somehow may still manage to win a few games in our favor. Um, Tyler Murray's coming off the ACL injury, and he's probably not going to be 100%. ACLs, a year and a half, making quite, but in December. But you will very likely miss half the season. So then it's going to be Colt McCoy, who isn't. But, you know, this is going to be a change in the guard. I think this Cardinals offense is not going to be really doing mm-hmm. it. DeAndre Hopkins, departure of Robbie Anderson, departure of Green, Justin Pugh, Matt Starcy, just to name a few. I mean, this the offense, I think, the first half of the season. Mess. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. It's going to, and it's it's Vegas saying that they're going to be two and fifteen, or that's what the betting line is. I don't think they're as bad as the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are going to be the worst team in football. But yeah, it's, it's a cool. It's going to be. It's going to be. The uh, going to be top five. I I think they'll be the second or third pick. I don't. I think they're going to be pretty bad, and I think it's going to get very ugly. I think Kyler Murray will request a trade at one point. I think it's going to be a pretty well, bad year for them, and I see a really dark future for them. Well, when, when, we're, when we're on this topic and everything, what if they get the one one pitch? Do they trade Kyler Murray, or do they um, and draft Caleb Williams, or do they trade the first round pick and build your team around Kyler Murray? Um, because of that extension, that you, because of the contract that you have. You might be able to do a quick, re, a quicker rebuild if you do get that top pick. 
it's simply a question for them here, I think. And mm-hmm. surprising to say, because this off- the offensive line for the Cardinals is actually pretty solid. Yeah. Despite everything and everything. You know, they, you know, the team doesn't really have a whole lot on offense, but their, their offensive line is, their interior offensive line is actually pretty decent, although they're not healthy. Paris Johnson uh, with uh, Arizona uh, did trade up from 12 to 6, uh, you know, was why we regarded to be the top half on the, in the draft. Yeah. So he might like he might likely play uh, guard to start or anything. But I mean, you know, hey, your, the Cardinals had a chance to draft Will Anderson. They couldn't draft um, Will Anderson in a year quarterback, and they decided to make that trade with Houston. And hey, they got uh, Houston first rounder next year. Yeah, there's definitely pieces going in. I think Paris Johnson's going to be a really good pick for them. I know you were pretty high on him, and we I thought it was a pretty good tackle class this year. Uh, that's why there was a pretty big influx that was even taken in like the fifth and sixth round. Well, I might not agree with it. I mean, there's there is definitely some depth there, and I thought that was a pretty good move. Also, yeah, like yeah, Ozu yeah, yeah, at yeah. LSU. Yeah, correct. I, I think he's I think he's going to be a solid player for them, especially. At, with linebacker, I mean, guys that pass rushing beast so far. Like yeah. He just all he does is generate pressure. Right. They had a good draft. I mean, like if if you look on there, Michael Wilson, receiver out of Stanford, that's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. He was on a bad Stanford team and made some plays. Garrett Williams is a solid corner. Uh, John Gaines, he's an offensive lineman at UCLA. I don't know that much about him. Uh, round five, pick one thirty nine. You have the legend himself, Clayton Toon, out of the University of Houston. I mean, what more could you need? I changed my mind. Remember, this this is the top ten team in the league. No. <laughs> but remember that that deal that the so Cardinals went from three down to twelve. They traded, right. you know they got that you know they gave they gave you know the Texans gave up their twelve you know basically the first pick of the second round arguably in the thirty first thirty third overall pick. And a twenty twenty four four first, and then the from them going to twelve, the Cardinals then flipped that um, from twelve to six um, by trading um, their own thirty fourth overall pick because they did have back to back second rounders at that point to real win Paris Johnson, and ever the Texans first rounder could very uh, and that was that was the Texans for own first rounder what that wasn't the Browns uh, first rounder via the Texans. If everybody right. serves me correctly. Right. So now, you know, the Cardinals are definitely going to be rooting against your Texans um, this season here and everything. When I, um, and then you do have, of course, uh, the Cardinals defense, um, which has so many problems with, especially the fast rush. I mean, to lose Chandler Jones and JJ Watts and in consecutive off seasons is definitely going to be hurting them. I mean, they think they have a couple of young studs that they did talk about, but it's been, yeah, the defensive line is definitely lacking some talent there. There's definitely they're not really great defensive pass passes except Buda, you know defensive pass except Buda Baker, who I think will be moved sometime this uh, midseason. Um, I think this team this team's definitely going to be in a uh, rebuild move, um, and it's going to be another really season for them. Um, uh, sadly. Uh, but there's no way to really put it. Um, I do think that they can win four games. I I, I I think four, 
ceiling absolute uh my ceiling for them six yeah i was gonna say my ceiling is gonna be around five or six as well odds are i mean who knows what that division is going to be geno smith could go back to his former self the 49ers could have a ton of injuries like they always do uh, yeah. And we don't know what the Rams are going to do. So they they can get lucky with some oh, in season, with some in division, or with some divisional games, and you know grind out a couple meaningless wins. Because let's see, what AFC conference are they playing this year? They are uh, actually uh, the AFC North. The AFC North. I mean, you yeah, might get rough. yeah, you might get Cleveland if you're lucky. I mean, you might you, get Cleveland. You can you can catch one of those one of those better free teams on a on a um, on a uh, just working ahead. You never know. You it's never definitely know. possible. It's definitely possible. The Cardinals are always one of those teams that just can sneak up on the radar with you and everything. It seems like they suck, then are really good and suck again. There's no in between with them. They're not consistent. It's either bad, great, bad, great. Yeah, I wish they, I wish there was an easier way to kind of map out what's going to happen. But I mean, it's even in the Carson Palmer era. I mean, or even when Kurt Warner was there, they were bad the first year he was there, and he was better the second year. So they're a weird franchise. They're super yeah. weird, and I hate them. But, Not really, but yeah, I kind of have two better playoff defeats with uh, two thousand nine with the. There was a face mask on that play, by the way, Cardinals fans. Uh, and then in 2014? And then, um, and then pitched, and then, no, 20... 15 season, or 2017 season, with Fitzgerald running the field, because the Packers had the absolute worst... It was just a broken play and everything. I mean, it was just awful. To be fair, I mean, that's that's one of my favorite playoff games of all time. It was uh, awesome. Excellent. Both, both, both of those games were classic. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like I know it sucks for you watching that, but it was a being impartial and watching it. It was a lot of fun. That that's that's one of my fondest memories because we were at some little me, and my brother, and two buddies were at some dive bar this is years ago we were at some dive bar here in angleton texas and there was no one there so we're just sitting there watching it with the people working the bar for i mean just the sad sap sitting there and everyone is just glued to the tv it was awesome it was a great game sadly it didn't go my way went the cardinals way here if you enjoy listening to the third at east podcast be sure to listen to the rest of the shows for your nnt West rivals, as well as be sure to listen to me and Stone's previews and recaps of college football and NFL football here on Third and East Podcast. Thank you so much.